Is everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. <laughs> this is The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. See, I think you could do a little takeoff on Austin's idea there, Gordon. We could <laughs> That could probably be uh, pretty good. Hope everybody we'll give, uh... We're we, we can we well. can we can give tips on uh, you know entertainment options during this time. Have you uh, yeah, while during your time at home have you consumed anything you hadn't seen of note? You you binge watching something? What are you doing? Uh, yeah, well, I, not binge watching, but I did watch Naked Gun. I watched Knives Out. I watched Midway. I watched uh, American Graffiti. Uh, so I've been hitting some of so the uplifting old, things. Yeah, right. Yeah, I have not watched uh, anything horribly depressing. Uh, I have watched a lot of the Smithsonian Channel, a lot of uh, uh, AHC American Heroes Channel. I know you 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 consume that stuff as well, Jake. I do, I do. Yeah, yeah. We've um, you know with the toddler at home, we've still made it a point not to try to not do too much screen time. But I I had never seen Coco, and I heard Tony talking about this today. We watched Coco on Friday, it was awesome. Really enjoyed it. And then we uh, we did take advantage uh, Saturday night of Disney releasing for uh, Frozen too early, which See, big, big ups to Disney you, for that. Would you recommend that? Because I have not seen Frozen. 2 yeah, it was yet. really good. Have you seen Frozen one? Yes. Yeah, Frozen Two is terrific. I I don't okay. know uh, I don't know which one was better. It's close. They were both really good. I would I would certainly recommend it. And I love it that a, that you know that's a small thing a company can do. Pick a you know, push up the release date. A lot of folks are going to be at home. Help them out. I think that's awesome. I think they did something similar with Star Wars. I know ESPN did something similar with the Thirty for Thirty on Michael Jordan. So you know some of these companies are are sympathetic. I think that's pretty cool. Which, why are the thirty for thirties not on Disney Plus? By the way, I don't know. Don't you have to have ESPN Plus? I, I thought don't. by paying for Disney Plus you got ESPN Plus. I don't think so, but I don't well, know that. Come for sure. on, yeah. Well, Price. are you guys are you guys of the uh, of the uh, uh, are uh, subscribing to the idea that it would be it would be good to watch a bunch of historical games played? That, that's a hard thing for me to do because I know the outcome. Um, I don't know. Maybe the thirst for sports gets so great that I'll go back and review some stuff. But right now, no, I'd be lying if I said I was YouTubing, you know, the Pistons Bucks, January 3rd, 1994. Yeah, I'm not I'm not going down that rabbit hole quite yet. Austin, are you there yet? No, not quite yet. I was watching Marble Rally on YouTube over the weekend for about too long of a time. Yeah. Which is just some guy built a big old track in his in his uh, at the beach in his backyard, and he races marbles in a whole season long uh, uh, showdown. I was I all on with Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider fell early though. So. I, I wonder if it'd be a good idea to, or worthwhile to go back and like watch the old episodes of Wide World of Sports. You know, with uh, with with all those old guys, so, you know, and doing like the demolition derbies and you know the ski jumping and all this, <laughs> the boat races they used to have on I, there. I was watching the old Goofy learns sports uh, on oh, Disney Plus. Oh, love that! I They're on that. there. Yeah, that's good. Or Beezy Bear. Do you remember Beezy Bear? Oh, hold on a second. Didn't didn't we do one time do a spoof yes. on that? Austin? Of course we did. Yes. Yeah, I thought we did. Yeah. 
I don't know, you know, because the thing about watching the old episodes of Wide World of Sports is I have no clue who won. You know, so it it might be like watching it the first time, but most of the things, more popular sports, I already know who won, so I, I wouldn't be on the edge of my seat. Like I would, like I mean, I don't know who who was the champion boat racer back in nineteen seventy two. Are are you expecting us to answer? Are you are you looking for an answer there? Is this like a, some sort of demented uh, old person quiz? What hell what are, have what I are, yeah, What into? are we doing? I, I I do remember seeing Franz Klammer come down to win the uh, the downhill like in the nineteen seventy six Olympics or something. I don't was that before that seventy two? I don't know what year it was, but well, I remember in seventy two the the reserve winner was Goldie in the hundred eighteenth boat race, and the women's winner was Cambridge. <laughs> you want the next year? Hold on. What boat race are you, here. What kind of boat race are it's we talking about? It's called the boat race. That's what you asked for. <laughs> That's what you said, the boat race champion. So I Googled it. Okay. Next question. I just Have you ever been to a boat race? No, up till now I've had a life. <laughs> Is he talking to me? I can't tell. I don't know. I don't know. I'm right, telling right. you guys, I've seen a boat race. And, the, the, you know, they got the big engines with the big exhaust coming out the back and putting up all the spray of water and whatnot. It was it was I, fairly memorable. I went to a rain gutter regatta at the Cub Scout meeting once. <laughs> that was fun. We made our boats out of the, the, the paper plates under the meat at the butcher. That's what we made the, the boats out of. Yeah. Did you Have you ever watched the Demolition Derby? No. Never? No. Jake? No. No, no. I mean, the key, the key to that is making sure that you run into the other guy, uh, you know, back trunk first, because you don't want to damage your engine. (laughs) And I remember that. Some of those guys were so good at driving backwards and smashing into the other guy, and it seemed like that almost always worked for him. (laughs) I love your stories, Gordon. Please tell another. (laughs) What else is is rattling off the top of that brain of yours, there, Gordon? What else? Do you remember, do you remember get... in the wide world of sports? No, when those, when, I don't. Do you, <laughs> with the ski jumper, it was like the the, uh, the the agony and the ecstasy, the agony of defeat when the guy flies off the side <laughs> side of the ski jump. Do you, have you ever seen that? No. The, the guy. <laughs> The agony of defeat. He flies off the side of the ski jump, and <laughs> I mean that was that was wicked stuff. People of my generation would remember that, but apparently not of yours. Gordon, let's uh, let's hear what Rudy Gobert had to say. This is uh, his statement that he released online, and then we're going to let you hear from Donovan Mitchell on Good Morning America. But I thought Please. it important to hear from both of these guys as they're the face of the sports end of this pandemic. I'm sorry, Gordon. Was I interrupting something? Is no, there, not uh, at all. Please. Anything let's, else let's, you want? No, to let's get to? get to something somebody actually cares okay. about. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, let's start with uh, Rudy, and as he shares his thoughts on what he's going through. Hey, what's up, everyone? It's Rudy Gobert. Just wanted to give you guys a little update. I'm going to start by saying thank you to all the people that have been supportive and for all the positive energy. It really means a lot. As for myself, I've been feeling a little better every single day. Thanks to the healthcare people of Utah and Oklahoma City and all the great people around me. As you may already know, I just wanted to make sure to remind you guys to keep washing your hands frequently with soap and water. Try to avoid 
touching your face, your nose, your eyes, and of course, try to avoid making unnecessary contact with people. It's all about protecting yourself and the people around you. I wish I would have took this thing more seriously, and I hope everyone else going to do so, because we can do it together. Take care and stay safe. All right, glad Rudy's feeling better, Gordon. That's that's good. Hopefully, he can uh, kick this thing and uh, get out of quarantine and get back to uh, some sort of daily life, or at least what daily life is going to look like for the last, uh, for the next little bit. But glad he's feeling better. Well, we've heard apologies before that were less than heartfelt. Uh, I believed every word of Rudy there. I did too. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, uh, I don't know, the French accent is just so cool to listen to anyway. But I, I knowing Rudy the way we do and having talked to him as many times, he usually doesn't say what he doesn't mean, you know. And that's that sounded like it was coming from the heart and that he really meant it. And I think he, he does mean it. So good for him to uh, to say those things. All right, let's now let you hear from Donovan Mitchell. This one's a little bit longer. This is his interview with Robin Roberts on Good Morning America. It's about four and a half minutes, but uh, I thought very good and certainly good to hear from uh, from these players affected. Joining us is Donovan Mitchell in isolation. It is great to see you, Donovan. First of all, how are you feeling this morning? Um, great to see you too as well. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm I'm fine. You know things are things are going well. Um, just in isolation, got a unique setup, but um, yeah, no fever, uh, no symptoms as of right now, and um, I'm just blessed to be able to be okay. We're thankful to hear that. What are, what are doctors telling you? right now um so so right mm-hmm. now you know the biggest thing for me is just to stay in isolation um and just be able to just keep to myself you know um, i have no symptoms which is a unique situation no symptoms now and you had no symptoms when you were tested you didn't feel ill at all no um i keep i keep making the joke when people ask me said if you were to tell me i i'm not playing a seven game series tomorrow i'd be ready to lace up wow so, um, wow um, like I said, I'm, I'm really blessed that that's, that's the case. And tell us what the testing was like for people who may have to be tested. Um, it's actually interesting, you know, so, um, as you know, we all got tested and, you know, for me, it was a, for us, it was a swab out of the throat, but this was about 15 seconds of, uh, probably the most discomfort I've ever had. And I ended up crying, like tears came out my eyes as they started going up and up in this area. But, um, it was definitely unique and, um, but I'm, I'm glad I was able to get it done. In Paula's report, we heard from your teammate, Rudy Gobert, and he has been very apologetic, and he has mm-hmm. admitted also that he was reckless, though he didn't know at the time that he mm-hmm. was going to test positive, but still his actions were um, were reckless. Have you had a chance, mm-hmm. and, and again, he has apologized, but have you had a chance to have any communication with your teammate? Um, to be honest with you, Robin, you know, it took a while, you know, for me to kind of, cool off you know and I, I i read what he said and i heard what he said so you know i'm glad he's doing okay i'm glad i'm i'm doing well um i'm just really happy to be honest robin that it's just you know i hate to say there's two of us but like it wasn't the whole party you know at the end of the day neither him or i have have children at home you know i know i have some teammates that have children have some staff that have children at home um so i'm glad that we were able to uh kind of contain it as much as possible. Thankfully, the vast majority of people uh, will recover. Um, but just can you just, yeah. again, just tell people 
What your message is for them this morning? I'm asymptomatic. You know, I don't have any symptoms. Um, I could walk down the street if, you know, if it wasn't public knowledge that uh, I was sick, mm. uh, you wouldn't know it, you know? And I think that's the scariest part about this virus is that, you know, you may seem fine, be fine, and you never know who you may be talking to, who they're going home to. You're in isolation. Uh, okay, yep, yep, drink the water. So what are you doing? Always got, got to say <laughs> That's <hydrated>. true. <laughs> Always. So what are you doing? You're you're an active guy. What are you doing in isolation? How are you occupying your time? The 2K movies and um, as I think the, some of the uh, the basketball world saw yesterday. Some of the guys are watching their old highlights. I've been doing a lot of that. Yeah. I've watched myself through college. I've watched myself through the NBA. Um, it's kind of bring back good memories, but you miss the game. You miss playing in front of some of the best fans in the world in the NBA. And the school children, you know, all across the country. And I know, Donovan, that you're, you're doing something to help out there in your community with that. What is it? Yes. So um, right now I'm in a partner. Uh, I'm working on a partnership with the Salt Lake City Granite School District. Um, that's about 80, 88 to 90 schools, about 66,000 kids. Um, just being able to provide them meals, you know, and the, that particular school district in Salt Lake City is um, is home to some of the most vulnerable children in Salt Lake. Right. I, I want to be able to just to give back because, you know, this is, like I said, this is time will tell. You know, you really don't know. You can't say, you can't, doctors can't pinpoint a right. date. So for parents, you know, who may not have the money, you know, being able to not send their kids off to school to get to get food, I think is a scary feeling for them. And I want to be able to make sure that they're set and they understand that, you know, guys like myself and whoever may may have their back. All right. That was Donovan Mitchell from Good Morning America with Robin Roberts. And again, uh, Gordon, most importantly, he's feeling fine. In fact, that's actually a little bit scary just because, uh, you know, to think you could be walking around carrying the virus without symptoms and without knowing it or doing anything about it is is a bit frightening in that kind of younger age group. But it is good that, that Donovan's doing the right things and uh, most importantly, staying healthy. Yes, that's for sure. One of the interesting things to me in that interview is we know Rudy, we know Donovan, and Donovan was sort of given an opportunity to talk about his feelings for Rudy Gobert, and he really didn't <laughs> didn't say that there had been any connection there. And I thought that was kind of interesting because I know there was frustration among some of the players, like we talked about earlier, and uh, about about the cavalier way that uh, Rudy had uh, gone about what he had done, but. Again, I go back to Rudy's apology. Look, we're all human beings. We make mistakes sometimes, and Rudy was extremely apologetic. And uh, and Donovan said he had to cool down a little bit. He had to get away a little, and so hopefully they'll be able to patch that back up, and, uh, and, and that goes for the whole team so that they can move forward. Thankfully, both of those guys seem to be doing quite well. And that is obviously uh, goal number one uh, for everybody within the sound of our voices right now when they when they have uh, this kind of trouble. But it's it's interesting to me that they are responding mostly in a positive way. Rudy, like we talked about, the five hundred thousand dollars that he's contributing to good causes, and Donovan talking about the school children who uh, he is in a position to be able to help. So uh, that, that's that that's this rallying that you and I were talking about earlier that hopefully will be a positive out of this uh, very difficult time that folks all the way around the country can follow the example of these two and uh, do everything they can to help. 
Yeah, and I, you know, Donovan, it wasn't the, the warmest comment toward Rudy that I've ever heard, but I think that what he said, I think, is really important because he said I needed some time to cool off. And that I, I, get, I get that. You know, yeah. something like this is going to, this situation is going to affect our relationships because people are scared. And what a, what a crazy situation that night in Oklahoma City, Gordon. We've never, we've never seen anything like that ever. And, you know, I'm following guys like Tony Jones from The Athletic on Twitter where he tweeted out, frankly, he, he tweeted out, he said, this is really scary. So, mm-hmm. you know, I get going through stuff like this, you know, can affect relationships and affect how we feel. But we're all going to have a lot of time on our hands to think and contemplate and process things. And I hope as Donovan continues to do that, he continues to cool off, to use his words, and realize really that, that we need to be – we need to be a good community, regardless of whether I'm talking about the Utah Jazz team or Salt Lakers or Utahns or uh, go uh, Gordon uh, Covers. In uh, in your case, you know, we need to be responsible members to our brothers and sisters, and and calm down a little bit and find the best way we can to contribute. And I think that that's the attitude most everybody, including uh, guys on the team, I would guess, will eventually take. But I get it. You know, you get thrown through the ringer. We've never we've never gone through uh, a week like we have over the past seven days, Gordon. And some of us were closer to it than others, and they were right in the middle of it. And so I'm not going to hold judgment uh, to how folks react. But I just hope that as we have more time to to process this whole thing that we will cool out and figure out the best way to move forward uh regard you know jazz or whomever let me uh let me uh fall into my role as dr feelgood here for well, a good. second terrific you said you said something really important there jake and it's the whole idea that if if donovan were mad or was mad at a certain point at a rudy look it's good for him to feel that. If that's what he feels, it's good for him to explore those feelings and get those out before he goes about, you know, building the bridges necessary to build. There's nothing wrong with people being frustrated or being angry about something. What What's bad is when they when they bury it and then it bubbles up later. Better for Donovan if he was angry at, at Rudy. Okay, be angry at him. Let it out. Let get rid of that stuff, and then build anew. And and I think some people are afraid to do that. It's kind of like if Donovan says, "Oh yeah, I was mad at Rudy." Someone might say, "Well, why? What what, what were you doing? That's a negative emotion. What are you doing? It's an emotion. It's a real emotion." Let the man feel what he feels and move forward from there. I think that's a positive. And then when you talk about the the experience and how traumatic it was, I mean, the Jazz essentially were hostages. They were held. How long were they in that locker room? Like five hours or something? We'll ask uh, Kristen Kinney coming up next, actually. So yeah, I mean, a they, better answer to that. Well, they were in there for a long time and, 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 and they were cooped up. And and so that that's not a comfortable situation. That's a difficult thing for these guys to have to fight their way through. And then and then they had to, you know, they had to get out of there and that took some time as well. So yeah, very traumatic, difficult, uh and it would be difficult for anybody. And so if there's any kind of any kind of disconnect between players on the Jazz, I think those are things that should be felt, should be processed, and it's okay for them to do that. And then at some point to build moving forward, and they've got some time to do that, and hopefully it'll get accomplished. All right, I mentioned it. Uh, Kristen Kinney of AT&T Sportsnet, uh, who was there in Oklahoma City last Wednesday night, is going to join the show coming up next. Chris Mannix at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. Stay tuned, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We also want to remind you, 
Uh, join us on Thursday from 3 to 6, the big show. Um, excuse me, Tom from the warehouse in Orem will be calling in with fantastic deals. Price is so low, of course, it'll blow your mind. We'll have more straight ahead right here on the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK. Joined now by Steve Cleveland. Adrian Wojnarowski reports that there was some friction with Gobert and some of the Jazz folks. How do you play all that out to make sure you're still focused on what the task is all about? I read Adrian's comments. I heard some recent things from Donovan on Twitter stuff, but at the end of the day, these are pretty mature young men that will get together and work that thing out. It wasn't intentionally. He wasn't trying to hurt. He had a lack of understanding. There's a big difference. When you've got understanding and you know everything on the table and then you act ignorantly, then there's going to be issues. But that's not the case here. I don't see it being a problem. I think they work through it, but they do have to address it. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10. Presented by WCF Insurance. Reminding you to be careful out there. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Show Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 of the zone. We're going to talk to Kristen Kenny of AT&T Sportsnet coming up momentarily. Brought to you by Divi, the modern financial platform for business. See how you can spend smarter at getdivi.com. Gordon, I have found us the Not Sports Report for today. You can oh, you can cease the search. I've found what, what we're using. Okay. You're going to love it. And yeah, it's going right. to remind you of a movie that, that you've seen very recently that you told us oh. on the air. Okay. So stay tuned for that. I just emailed you uh, what we're using, and you should listen to it during the break. It's pretty good. Okay, there's there's, an, there's an audio component to today's Not Sports Report. I, I don't mean to hijack your segment, but I think we've got to do it. So essentially what you're saying is this will be better than your average Not Sports Report because you found it? Uh, I didn't say that. I probably implied it, but yeah. All right, I, 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 I'm not constituted in such a way that my ego would get in, you know, would have a problem with that. Well, no, I, I'm just saying you're going to agree with it being the right choice when you see what, what we're getting into. Okay, all right. I'll I, I, well, it. I'll just say this. It'll, it'll put a smile on everybody's face today. Well, we all need it. I know. Don't we Don't we all need a, a little bit of a smile today? Well, that there's the Not Sports Sport uh, coming up. Or unless... Well, anyway, we'll get to that coming up. Stay tuned. Let's get out of the Sprint special guest line. Lease any phone and get an iPad or a Samsung Tab A for ninety nine ninety nine. Visit the Sprint store nearest you. Of course, she works for AT&T Sportsnet on the Jazz Television Broadcast. She's our friend Kristen Kenny on the big show. Kristen, first and foremost, how you doing? How are you feeling? Hey, guys. Um, man, it's uh, been challenging. It's been a struggle. How are you all doing? We're doing great, Gordon. I, I think you're doing all right over there, right? We're hanging in there, uh, but you had an experience that uh, might have uh, gone even farther into this whole thing than, than we have, uh, Kristen. Uh, when when Jake asked you how you're doing, I imagine he was asking about how you're feeling. But uh, beyond that, how are you? How are you doing after experiencing what you've experienced? Yeah, it's you kind of look back and you look at it like it was a movie or a dream some just surreal 
Um, I think dealing with the aftermath of it is more challenging, actually, than when we were physically there. Um, just seeing now how the community has been responding, um, you know, the, just the effects over trickle-down effect overall on our state and our nation. But, you know, during that time when we were there, it was absolutely surreal. Um, and there's still a lot of unknowns. Um, but I, I really think it was incredible how the situation was handled in the moment, which brought a lot of ease and comfort. Can you, can you give us some details as far as what happened and what happened to you? Yeah, so, you know, everything is, is so fluid, as we all know, because of the unknowns of this virus. Um, and when we found out that, uh, you know, Rudy was positive and, and that's what we, we really didn't know what was going on when the actual uh on court, you know, you could see Chris Paul and some of the players communicating, but we were sitting there like like many, okay, what's going on? Um, then we were ushered back in, into a locker room where we were told to wait, and um, myself and uh, the broadcast team, so David Locke, I know you guys spoke to him today, and Ron Boone, Craig Bowlerjack, Big T, and our producers. Um, so... We were back there and, and just waiting for word on what was going on, and we were informed of the positive test results. Um, and I just, you know, throughout this whole process, it, like I said, it, it's something we've never dealt with. It's unprecedented. And the conversations between um, Coach Quinn Snyder and, and us, was un, it was unbelievable how he handled this. He was a true leader coming in and calming us down, making us feel safe and taken care of and, you know, the Utah Jazz, uh, making sure that we're feeling um, safe and supported in a, in a very confusing, scary situation. I remember just thinking, okay, well, here we go. We're going to be in this for 14 days in Oklahoma City. Are we going to be stuck at the arena or will a hotel take us? Um, what, are, what are the regulations there? What do we have? We, have to, we were informed that we had to be approved by the state of Oklahoma and Utah in order to fly back um, into Utah. And that's a process that could take days or could take hours. So uh, I know the team was diligently working on that with hours and trying to find uh, accommodations, trying to coordinate the test kits. And so you're just waiting there wondering what's going to happen. Is a hotel going to allow us to go back? Are we going to be sitting here and getting caught and, you know, going just dealing with the support of um, coach and the staff and saying, hey, we're in this together. We're in it together. If we need to sleep on cots, we're sleeping on cots. But we're here together and we're going to get through this. I think it was really a quick response from the health department to, to get the kids. And I know there's been some um, negative press about that. But if you think about it, you know, this was uh, – ground zero um, in terms of exposure and the amount of exposure that we're, we're around arenas with thousands of people. Um, so to know that what do we need to know what, whether or not the, the remainder of us are positive or negative, it's important. So yeah, it just, it was, it was wild and we realized, Hey, we're just in it together and we'll see what happens. The testing was interesting. You heard Donovan Mitchell talk about that. 
Yeah, I hear it's not real comfortable. It's definitely not comfortable. I think that was we were we were sitting in the locker room and knowing, okay, we're going to have the swab in the back of the throat. I can deal with that. But uh, the, the swab up the nose was uh, my concern. Um, I remember one of our producers next to me said, it's really not that bad, KK. It's not that bad. And it, it, it wasn't that bad. It did feel like, a, like it was in your brain and you just wanted to sneeze. But it was quick and I'd say overall painless. Um, and then we just waited the results. And luckily a hotel was uh, allowed to accommodate us. So uh, we were able to get to a hotel that night and await the results the morning. And then luckily our uh, flight crew that is so incredible, they, they stuck with us and chose to fly us back. And we were able to get home. Kristen uh, Kenny of AT&T Sports Net with us, 97.5 97. and 12.80 The Zone. Kristen, having this kind of hit close to home, and a lot of us, including myself, uh, are a lot further from this particular situation uh, than you, but have had kind of an attitude adjustment on things over the past week or so, and I think uh, a lot of us would value kind of your perspective on that, how things change for you, the way you approach things after this hit so close to home. Yeah, you, you look back in this and you really – wonder and I still talk to my friends about this I cannot believe that this happened right in front of us we were on the front line um it's something that again is still so unknown and there's so many uh, things that we're trying to figure out about this virus uh so I think at first I remember when they the league mandated the six foot rule of having to be six feet apart for interviews and at first, you, you can easily say, okay, that's silly, um, and not take things seriously. But after going through what we just went through, it's, it's serious. Um, and so, yeah, at first you're just, okay, well, are we going to play in front of fans or are we not? And that went from those conversations and the six-foot rule um, from the media perspective to all of a sudden the entire league is, is suspended and, and canceled at this point or postponed. Um, and – you realize how quickly that changed. You see, I don't know if you guys are noticing this. I mean, I'm sure you are. Everyone's dealing with this. Everyone's dealing with this at, you know, continuing to do our, our work, um, having a, a radio show, um, continuing to go on with our day-to-day lives, with school being canceled, with the ski resorts canceling, the fitness studios, all businesses have been shut down in Summit County. It's affecting people way beyond what, what you could have ever imagined. Um, and it's really hitting home, and it's real for everyone. And and that's the thing is everyone is going through this, and we just happen to be there at the front line, ground zero for all of this. Um, but that's what I, I think going through that was frightening, and and you're concerned. Or am I going to get home? Is everyone going to be okay? Are we going to have a place to sleep? How do we get our medications if we're stuck here? But that was so minimal compared to what is going on now, the overall effect on the on the the community that's right around us, the state, the nation. It's scary and and we're all feeling it. So having had this experience the way you did, Kristen, I know you're not a doctor, you're not a researcher. Uh, so let me ask you to go ahead and take some license here to give your advice. Do you think it's a good idea for everybody just to shut down, isolate, quarantine uh, until this thing gets knocked out, or if not knocked out, at least uh, reasonably controlled? Well, there's certainly a pressure to do that if, 
you have not already been required to do that. So Summit County has required all businesses to close. Um, you know, I own a small business and we closed in Summit County and then we just made the decision to close our small business in Salt Lake today, even though we're not required. And I think that's because we're doing our part in realizing that we need the social distancing. Um, you know, people are doing everything they can to limit social distancing, whether that's cutting their capacity down, um, the cleaning protocols. But at the end of the day, the, the information that I've gathered is that there's a six-foot rule, right? And if you're within six feet of an infected person um, for an extended period of time, that's when you have a high risk. If you're not within that six feet for an extended period of time, then you're more low risk. It doesn't mean that it's you're guaranteed not gonna you're you're guaranteed safe safety from the from the virus, um, but you know you're low risk. So I'm considered low risk based on those guidelines that the health department told us. Um, but it's still it's our job and duty to want to contain this. And so what's the best way to contain it? probably more of that social distancing, probably more staying at home. Um, it's really hard, though, because you want to go and work out. You want to de-stress and take your mind off of this. But maybe we do it walking around the block um, because it's better to have this thing contained than to keep con- to have these problems go on and drag on and drag on based on just what I'm hearing and what I'm seeing, especially as a small business owner and especially as working with, you know, as an employee of the Utah Jazz, seeing that they've addressed this immediately and, you know, closing and um, the ZBBC and working from home. And I think, I think it's important to, for everyone to do their part and know that this is probably what we have to do. And if we have to stay at home, we have to stay at home. It's not the end of the world. Well, Kristen, we are very, very happy that you are well and that you're back at home and you were able to join us today. Thank you very, very much. Thanks, guys. Hang in there. Back at you, Kristen. That's Kristen Kinney uh, sharing her experience with us. Very nice to do so. Uh, brought to you today by Divi. Divi, the modern financial platform for business. See how you can spend smarter at getdivi.com. All right, coming up next, we have the Not Sports Report. Chris Mannix joins us at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. Stay tuned, 97.5 and 1280. Chevy Strong Play of the Game. Be caller 12 right now, 855-340-ZONE. Correctly identify the Chevy Strong Play of the Game announced by DJ and PK this morning at 8.50. And you'll win a zone prize pack. It's the Chevy Strong Play of the Game brought to you by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers. Only right here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Gordon, it's time for the Not Sports Report brought to you by uh, the LHM Used Car Supermarket. Over 1,000 used vehicles and inventory. Shop online at lhmusedcars.com. Did you check out what we're going to use during the break, Gordon, or are you going in cold? No, I, I wanted it. Uh, I wanted to hear it live. Okay. All right. Well, let me just start this off by saying this is extraordinarily juvenile, but I think a, a little juvenile humor is kind of what we all need, wouldn't you say? Or, or maybe could could possibly help. Oh, good. You want me to tell some jokes? No, 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 no. But I think oh. I think you will you will laugh at this. All right. This all right. is a a city meeting where the mayor excuses himself as they're talking about COVID-19. They're talking about the coronavirus. He excuses himself and forgets to turn off his microphone, Gordon. Here you go. Uh, 
Thank you, Mayor. I'll try and keep this brief. Um, I won't belabor all the details. I'm sure most of you remember Mr. Guess's presentation from last time, and I imagine he's going to hit some of the highlights here in a minute. But the thing is that these deadly infections, there's something we can do about it. And what we can do is call on represent, uh, governmental representatives that are higher One. up the chain of... <laughs> And ask for action at the federal level. Um, I am um, aware of Mr. Brainerd's concerns that he raised last time, and there were there would be instances where I actually agree that we should take action locally first. But there are not any um, KFO operations in Georgetown, so for us to just say it within the city limits. <laughs> would be an empty gesture. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> and also these diseases <laughs> don't know any boundaries. So a state by state approach would just mean that the... <laughs> oh, you could hear the mayor come back into the meeting there at the end, Gordon, but... All right. So my my reaction to that is I as I as I as you mentioned that I mentioned I had just watched Naked Gun yesterday when uh, Frank Drebin run, run, goes into the bathroom and uh, does exactly what the mayor just did. So I'm not sure I believe this. This sounds like it was done on purpose. I've, I've seen, I'm, I've seen the video, watching the video, and it doesn't look like. At least the lady talking does not look like she knew what was coming. I'll tell you that. Well, maybe she didn't. Maybe the joke was on her. But come on, <laughs> who would do that? It's a meeting about COVID nineteen. Who would do that as a prank during that particular? Uh, that's true. That's kind of a serious topic, but. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I mean, that, that looks like somebody who had just watched Naked Gun and decided to replicate it. To lighten the moment? Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, I mean, come on. Who does that? Especially, I mean, we can appreciate certain talents, uh, but his, uh, the, the cadence was the impressive. The cadence? <laughs> So you're anyway. not buying it, huh? You think it was? A, I'm not sure I'm buying that. It Although I, it's funny because I had heard about this one way or another through uh, through different channels, but uh, it, it 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 just when I heard the whole thing, I just it sounds like it may have been a prank. You've got to watch the video. I emailed you the video. So you've, okay. you've got to you've watched Do you, the video. Are you believing it more having seen the video? Yes, because she can't keep it together. She's Well, she can't, but what about him? But who would do He's not in the room, Gordon. <laughs> well, obviously, but I mean it's I mean There's it, not video it, of him, Gordon. But, but yeah, but he was doing what Frank did. Right? So, so. I mean, he did it for Frank. And and in that and it's funny because wasn't it the mayor? That was in Naked Gun? It was the mayor who was uh, conducting the, uh, the, meeting. the meeting. In this case, it was the mayor who left. 
No mayor. Oh, that's right. No mayor right. is doing this prank. So it was flip flopped. There is no way that a mayor <laughs> okay. would be like, "I know what would lighten the mood. I'm going to do this." Yeah, there's you're no probably you're you're right. You're right on that. that. I mean, well, I don't know. I don't know what his sense of humor is like. But it wasn't the mayor. Who was the woman who was talking? It was the mayor in Naked Gun, but the roles were reversed. No, I in know. In this That's case, what I'm it was saying. the mayor who went to the John. Right. Who? What was the position of the woman uh, who the was mayor. trying to talk? It was the mayor. And who was the person who went into the bathroom? Frank. No, I'm talking about in this, in this, in case, this case. The mayor goes to the bathroom. Okay. All right. Well, uh, that's uh, if it wasn't done on purpose, then that's most unfortunate, but (laughs) funny nonetheless. All right. Stay tuned. Coming up right around the corner, we're going to get to uh, the great Chris Mannix from Sports Illustrated. Chris has had some reporting on the jazz, and we'll get to his thoughts on what's going on and uh, what the future is with with the NBA. Stay tuned. It is the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. They've got huge auctions in Meridian. Right on the edge of Boise, they do some really big auctions. Not the storage auctions, but, oh. but sightseeing Oh, auctions. yeah, yeah. Because honestly, you go to one of those storage unit places up in Idaho, and it's just like, oh, yeah, you don't want that. All right, this meth lab goes for $100. I don't understand all these bottles of iodine. Wow. You're going deep. I had a girlfriend that was arrested and put in prison for a long time. Um, so Wait a minute. No, you Wait know that. <laughs> I know it. Uh, My first kiss went to prison for 30-some-odd years for... It's true. ...a very large meth lab. That's kind of a rough first kiss. This kiss, this kiss, unstoppable. This kiss, this kiss. Catch Hans and Scotty every day from noon to 3. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. All right, let's...